Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Good morning and welcome to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. I'm with Trent Hayson from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. Trent, Sunday morning, 9 to 10. What? We're here every Sunday. We're coming at you raw. We don't even have our headsets on the day yet. We got to get them before our guests. Is this thing on? Check. Check. One, two. One, two. Man. I know. This is like a real conversation. Hopefully everybody's having a wonderful weekend. <laughs> yeah. Happy Sunday to you, Patrick. You as well. You as well. A little wonky. We're not recording on our typical day this week. We're we're way off this week. Typically it's either Tuesday or Friday. And, and we're on Thursday. We're on Thursday. So hopefully it's still a still a great week on Sunday. It's been a little a little cooler this week. It has been. Yeah, it's nice. I guess the first taste of fall. Oh, really? Falls on the way? I think so. Is that what happens when you get into August? The rumor has it. I do have to tell you something. Uh, yeah, I, I got to tell you something um, pretty cool. So, you know, uh, at your house and my house, the same thing. And and this is probably everybody out there that's any kind of like technology person is going to be like, that's really great. That's been around for forever. But uh, my controller on my uh, sprinkler system broke and it's old, been there for a while. And so I rolled up to Home Depot and for like $50 bought a Wi-Fi enabled sprinkler. And, and, and so on the way in here, my phone went off and said, your sprinklers are turned on. And so it goes by, I guess, the Weather Channel app, and it knows the soil uh, humidity level and cuts them on and off based on your, your you required. I'm dead, it's 50, I couldn't believe for it did all this bucks. stuff. So I think it was like 65 with tax and all well, that. Well, Patrick, but. that's doesn't surprise me don't you know technology these days <laughs> no that's I ridiculous i don't think that but go cool. out and get you one of these things all it's the pretty cool, cool kids have the wi-fi yeah let's turn on the sprinkler right now interact sprinkler modules yeah it's fun to mess with your kids <laughs> like hey you want to see some magic I, I don't do any of that stuff on my home obviously you know that about me i think the <laughs> listening public probably obviously knows that about me that is completely reagan's uh, occupation. It is. Correct. She's pretty far ahead of the game. She knows what's up. I don't know, but m- my neighbors make fun of me and go, <laughs> how do you turn the TV on? <laughs> Trent doesn't know. <laughs> you got to have to ask Reagan. But, I mean, there's like six remotes to the TV, though, and it's a little complicated these days. I'm like, look, man, I have my job, and she has her job, and we understand our roles and do them very well. The old school remote gets smacked in the back of the head and said, boy, go turn that channel for me. Yeah, I, that's when I kicked my neighbor out of my house. Yeah. You know? Do you know what the, outside, boy. The, the, we talked about this before, but I'm you again. What was the first piece of home automation? I don't know if this is really true. Are you asking me? Like, what do you think, TJ? In my life? The clapper, uh, man. What? The clapper. The clapper. I was going to say the VCR. I don't know if that's true no. or not. I just made that up. <laughs> the clapper had a good run. It did. It Clap did. on. Did Clap you have one on. of those? And then what's the thing? I'm falling and I can't get up. Oh, uh, life alert. Life alert. Yeah. Always comes in handy. Yep. I think it's still got a niche in the world. <laughs> right? I mean, if you fall down and you can't get up, you got to let somebody know. They're still playing it on prices, Right. Oh, the really? <laughs> the life alert. Yeah. TJ, some, Both people, of them probably. some people have to work. 
Well, yeah, me too. But yeah, how do you oh, watch oh, Price is you, Right? You ever have a day off? No. Oh, Bob Barker's not no. in the game should, anymore, it's is nice. he? Who we got on the – it's uh, Drew uh, – Drew Carey. Now. Drew Carey, that's right. That's right. Drew Carey, and he looks different. Because he, he, he lost, like, what, 100 pounds or something? He looks different. He doesn't look like the jolly old Drew I used to be a fan of. What show did they used to be on where the comics would make up? Cleveland. Uh, oh, yeah. Whose line in it, yeah, is it anyway? Line. Then he had Cleveland Rocks. Remember that? Yeah. Well, that was the Drew Carey show. Drew Carey show. Yeah, that was a, that was the uh, theme song coming in. Yeah. Got it. I, I think you're kind of baiting and switching people if you if you become <laughs> famous and funny and for one way and then you change your whole thing. No, not not doing it. I don't know, man. It's the price is right. That's a pretty Vertical big Vertical integration. Oh, he's Ooh. been paying attention. Wow. That's like less than on the last six shows. Yeah. <laughs> I've been common, here for a while. That's a common theme on the At Home with Roby Show, TJ. I thought you were sleeping all the time. <laughs> oh, man. Got him. Man. Um, but not today. Today We might talk about Well, i got to tell you something I've been reflecting on. Which you uh, got? Hopefully a hurricane doesn't come in the next couple of days. But, you know, they were talking about everything's catastrophic and talking about how bad hurricane season is going to be. Da, 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 da. Right. We had a little hurricane in May, uh, May or June. And then, man, it's, I, I don't know. I kind of I kind of do an overview of the weather just like your sprinkler. Uh, and it doesn't seem like too many hurricanes have been rolling through in June oh, and July and no. the first part of August. God bless. Thank you. Here That's comes, a great thing. Here comes Hurricane Trent. No, I said that a couple years ago, and I was right. It was a slow season. I'm, I'm going to predict. I mean, I know I know Hugo didn't come up th- <laughs> through through the uh, – through where did it come up? Through Charleston. Charleston? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Came straight, right came straight at our eye. Hit me in the eye. Punch in the face. What was that? 1989. No, no, yeah, yeah. September the 19th, 1989, I think, or September mm. the 21st. I, got, I had a shirt. I survived. You did. Who had a shirt that said, I survived Hurricane Hugo? It's my, I bet you those things are worth something these days. That was my first experience ever with noticing. So, 89, I was 11, sixth grade. Remember talking about oh, hurricane yeah, in yeah. class? First experience ever of them selling water bottles. Oh, bottle water. In my life, yeah. I, we did talk about that. We, we, I remember you bringing that up. It's weird that, like, I thought you were going to say it was, like, your first big weather memory, which at no. 11 years old, mine was also at 11 years old. You're a little bit older than me. But the winter storm of 1993, do you remember that thing? Nah, I was already losing my memory by then. Yeah, no, it kind of, it's a short I remember there. some tornado drills in elementary school. Oh, goodness now, gracious. We thought the tornadoes were coming down Walker's Ferry Road, going to take Berry Hill down. Now they call that yoga. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Well, Patrick, why don't you tee up our guest today? I think this is going to be awesome, fun. I, I agree. So and, this is a wholehearted uh, show. Dave Wood, do Dave you need Wood, me to help you? No, I'm good. And Ford Hamilton was a guest on the show. He's yep. a friend of yours from YPO. Told us about his father-in-law, Dave Wood, and what he does is a, a, a Veterans Airlift Command. And I, I don't want to steal the thunder. I want him to tell us what, yeah, what's going VAC, on with this. Yeah, VAC, Veterans Airlift Command. I think it's cool because Ford had so much fun on the show, yep. liked how we yep. air towards charity and doing good and the golden rule, and said, you guys need my follow-up on the show. So he's, he's passionate. 87 trips. That's all done. we're saying. And his goal is to do 100. We're going to leave it at that. Dave though. Wood, when we return, you're listening to At Home with Roby. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. 
Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. I'm with Trent Hasten from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. Trent, I've been waiting for this show for a long time. We've got Dave Wood from Veterans Airlift Command, Ford Hamilton, who was a previous guest, his father-in-law. And, uh, you know, I think on purpose, if you listen to the last segment, we didn't tease much here because I wanted to hear directly from Mr. Wood's voice on exactly what Veteran Airlift Command does. Dave, you out there? I'm here. Good morning. Good afternoon to you folks. Yes, sir. We are so happy you are here. Uh, so, so give us the elevator speech. Tell us a little bit about about what uh, what Veterans Airlift Command does. Uh, it, it's a really neat story. And by the way, my name is Dave. My wife called me Mr. Wood, but please don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the whole, we, and I try to be yes, sir. short. Uh, 14, 15 years ago, I found him Walt Frickies. Beat up Vietnam veteran. He lost a foot, and he has a friend who's all torn up, and his friend needs to go from Cincinnati to Cleveland or something. And these guys have a really tricky time traveling. Walks as a pilot, and he says, I got a little putt-putt Cessna 152. I'll just run you over there. And, fellas, I think 14, 15 years later, we have had 16,000 missions. We take vets literally all over the country, and it's a pretty – if you send us some money, we can use it, but we're not asking for that. It's a, it's a, nothing but volunteers. <clears throat> Pardon me. They qualify these guys succinctly either uh, frailty or need. And you don't want a gold brick that just likes the private plane. So Sergeant Jim Bob has got to go from Biloxi to uh, Dallas, and he's lost a leg or two. Uh, he got some TBI. This traumatic brain injury, folks, is just so, so terrible. And it never gets better. And so they'll say, post that mission from, what did I say, Biloxi to Dallas. And I look at my calendar. If I can do it, I say, well, I want it. And then it's up to me to take care of it. Because you're a pilot, correct? So you volunteer. Oh, yeah. And I'd rather I'd rather fly than breathe, I think. I've been <laughs> flying since I was 16. My dad was a World War II bomber pilot and taught me to fly. Uh, my mother heard about this, and you know the, the, that greatest generation that my dad was, of which my dad was a part of, the, the spouses of them were just as important. And mother said, "Son, you, this is something you ought to do." My brothers and I are all veterans, albeit clerks. We never, never deployed, but we all served. So it's just a, and you know what? I'm getting maybe a little too personal, but. It's just something I can do. I don't have a board. I don't have to solicit funds. It's uh, uh, I just pull the trigger and go. That is so cool. I love to fly and help these heroes out. It's pretty amazing. And every single one of them will will inspire the socks off of you. So you fly fly the heroes, the veterans that are are injured in some form or fashion, and and you also, your group of volunteers also flies their families in times of need as well. Is that right? You know, you know, Trent, uh, I know who I'm talking to. Yep. Uh, Christian, it's, it's, uh, can be all sorts of things. Grandmama died and we got to get a family across the country. And it's, it, it, we call those compassion trips. And those are just as important, uh, it, in, to, to, to our way of thinking. And, uh, it is, if you, I've seen some videos of what they make a veteran go through at TSA. And I'm not really throwing rocks at TSA. They've got a job to do, and these guys have so much embedded metal in them. Often, every mm. metal detector goes off, so they take their shirt off, and then they got to take the short, the oh, pants off, and really. take the prosthetic off, and it's all in. It just embarrasses you 
to no end. So if they can wheel up to my little airplane, throw the bag in it, and off we go, it sure makes a lot of difference. Helps these guys so much. Well, that, that is so. legit. That that is, I mean, incredible. I mean, the, the so, go ahead, Trent. So, how long has the Veteran Air Force Command, this group, been doing this, and how long have you been doing it? When did your mama say, "Boy, get you do something good"? Yeah, that's, and you know that's exactly what she said. <laughs> I'm I'm guessing 14, 15 years, and I've been a part of it. 12, 13, maybe. Back when I was work before the ankle biters run me off, I couldn't fly much because I had a day job. <laughs> but now I'm, I'm trying to do trying to do a little more. Uh, what, what? Have, I think 15,000, 16,000 missions, it's just amazing, and it's under everybody's radar. Well, he, he, you know, this, is, this is kind of a neat little anecdote. When I have one of these missions, you have to file a flight plan. We fly under instrument flight rules. If any pilots hear this, they'll understand that. I'm allowed to change my call sign. My airplane call is November 900 Whiskey Foxtrot. I drop the first three and replace it with Hotel Romeo Fox, which is Hero Flight Zero uh, Whiskey Foxtrot. So everybody in the system knows what I'm doing. Oh, that's awesome. Does that make any sense? Yes, sir. It really is. And I'm going for, you get, I go real high and real fast and you go from one center to the next. Could be Indy Center to Memphis Center, and and more than a few times the controllers say, "Is a soldier on board?" And I say, "Yes, sir." And he can hear you, and they'll thank him for their service. Hmm. Oh wow! Almost brings me to and tears. They're, they're That's just so all cool. Smiles. There's so many really genuinely nice people out there. We, sadly, you know, we don't hear the good stories as much as the bad ones. But. So do you so you, so when you're volunteering to serve these folks that have served our country and you're flying them and the, or their families around or both combo, you get to spend time with them and fellowship with them and talk to them and and just just go go down memory lane with them, don't you? Uh, well, I do, and, and just to be perfectly clear, my my position has always been all I'm going to do is be the driver. If they start talking, absolutely, I'm all ears. I really, I'm fearful of prying. What always happens is we get up real high, and it's really more. I always take a book to read. Believe it or not, it's that boring on so many long legs. We got these magnificent headsets on. We're just we're just talking, and they share all their stories. Hmm. Does that make any sense? I'm, I'm I want to know every detail, but I, I'm a little bit about asking can you uh can you tell some of these uber drivers that their job is just to drive please (laughs) (laughs) let me tell you one of my funniest favorite stories won't give a full detail his name's aaron and i keep up he lives in my community lost a couple of legs and tore up an arm these men that are so horribly injured they call it their alive day now think about that by the way Uh, none of us, I'm assuming, have have a day we celebrate as our alive day, and you can you know what I'm saying. That's when they know they shouldn't be with us. Wow! And it's a memorable event. They remember when they were hurt. That's what it, the other word for it. So Aaron is a EOD tech. Now that's explosive ordnance disposal. He's a, he's a bomb guy. He gets rid of the bad uh, booby traps. So he's in Afghanistan. Disarms one, but there's another one under it, and it goes off and throws him 30, 40 feet in the air, legs are instantly gone. And so we were having lunch a month or so ago. 
He said, Dave, this is my alive day. He said, I don't really ask him when his alive day was. He said, Dave, I really don't have one. I have a, I suck at my job day. (laughs) 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 That's every day for me. Goodness gracious. Yeah, I was about to say, I feel like that on a regular basis. Uh, Patrick tells me that. Well, the, the, the point of that conversation to me was, if these men's heads stay in the game, their potential is unlimited. They say, by the way, we're losing 20 a day to suicide. That's horrible, man. So if they can keep their heads active and their attitudes and I have a suck at my job day, I mean, that's a powerful. Think about what he just said. Yeah. And I skinned my knee and I whined about it for three weeks. <laughs> well, this guy has that kind of attitude. I'm just proud to know the man. I don't I, deserve to. I, couldn't, I, I can't breathe the same air he does. That's my opinion. <laughs> I agree with you. No, 100%. Um, Dave, I, w- I want to point out to the audience, veteransairlift.org. Is, it's all one word, veteransairlift.org. And I've been cruising around this. Hang on, wet- hang on. Veterans, Veterans Airlift Command. Uh, vet, okay, vet, veteransairliftcommand.org. Uh, I'm cruising around right. this website, and uh, there's. It, it looks to me, I mean, I, you go to the open missions. I love that you call it a mission. I think that's so cool. But you go to that page, and there's probably 30 or so of these missions. If you're a pilot out there, that, that all you got to do is click interest. And I'm not going to do that. And it says right here, no obligation. But I mean, it's just Frankfurt to Frankfurt, Kentucky to San Antonio, Texas, Fort Myers, Florida to Fayetteville, North Carolina. Uh, we're we're going to go out on a break here in a second, Dave. But uh, I want to talk about maybe you can bring up some stories that you've had of, of memorable experiences doing this. And uh, we're just so gracious to have you on the show. Yeah, be glad to be certain. Certainly, he'll stick around. I think uh, Dave Wood, Ver, uh, Veterans Airlift Command. When we return, you're listening to At Home with Roby. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services, along with Trent Haston from the Roby Family of Companies. We are your hosts. If you've missed the last two segments, go back, take a listen. You can get our podcast. Uh, just Google At Home with Roby. Uh, Dave Wood is our guest from Veterans Airlift Command. Uh, fascinating stuff. Dave, we're so blessed that you're able to be with us today. Uh, we were kind of going through sort of the, of what the what is uh, from Veterans Airlift Command on the last segment. And, and, and obviously, you, you telling the stories were, was, uh, was remarkable. Um, if you want to check them out, go to vet, veteransairliftcommand.org. Uh, do it. It is fascinating uh, what's on that website, and, and here we are, lucky enough to have Dave firsthand, who's who's completed 87 of these missions. They're called. Um, and Dave, uh, you know, at, at the, during the break, we were kind of asking, like, you know, I know you had some stories that uh, that you said would knock our socks off. Are are you willing to share some of those with us? Is there one that really sticks out? Oh, I mean, yeah, they all stick out. But you know, I think of that one immediately. I brought a soldier home who had been beat up pretty bad, and his his wife, I remember, Cat was her name, delightful, big as your finger, skinny, full of energy, and they got a, a little child. And she, her uh, husband put it, got in the car, and she was sailing by me, folds up the wheelchair, throws it in the back, and parenthetically says, it never gets better, I just get better at it. <laughs> hey, God, that's a sermon, just, just that. And the way these, these families adjust to it, uh, you know, I, I offer some, I'm not smarter than anybody, but I might know something y'all haven't learned yet. If you get around these guys that are torn up, don't act like it's an elephant in the room. 
remark, whoa, I bet that hurt, or that gum, that sucks, doesn't it? This is where these people, they said, they can't go get a, a cup of coffee easy. Everything, their lives revolve around dealing with these horrific injuries, and it's, these brain injuries just go on and on and on. Tell you, the very first flight I ever had, I'm going to skip around because I can't script it. That's fine. The very first first flight I had was Chewy Vasquez. He was an E6. That's kind of up the line. This is a highly trained sergeant. Brought him back from, oh, and another thing you need to Google is Center for the Intrepid. There's several of them across the country that's all gratis. This one this one was started out in San Antonio. They take the service's worst cases. I don't know what worst means, but I'm returning Chewy home to um, – Oh, over there in Camp Lejeune, uh, West, no, over there, you don't know where uh, Lejeune is at. Yeah, yeah. Get to, get to the little airport went into. Anyway, we're crossing the country, and Chu and I are just talking. Chu, by the way, is a nickname for Jesus in the Hispanic community. Well, I didn't know that. He, he informed me. And this guy jumps out of airplanes at night at from 28,000 feet with up to 600 pounds tethered to him, and they're so incredibly trained. It's It's amazing. And this was my first trip. We land in, I can't think of the little airport by Lejeune, but a uh, little dinky private airport. And his Sunday school class were there, a couple of his soldiers, uh, his wife, Penny, and the two boys were there. The boys hadn't seen the pop without a leg. and still see how they just stared at it. Hmm. Man. And it does this every time. Uh, I mean, you're getting me, too. I hear you. Well, I'm ready, I'm ready to leave. Patrick, I put my hand on his shoulder and said, Chewy. But I was with a hero today. Forgive me. He says, I know my buddies that didn't come home with a hero today. Mm. Mm. Every day on time, I talk about it. And we still stay, stay in touch. And the man's got tattoos on every inch of him. And I gave him crap about that across, all the way across the country. <laughs> but didn't care. He didn't care. <laughs> no. but, and you know what? As a, as a vet, and, and the Vietnam era was so upside down. I, re, I remember that day my platoon sergeant and I were spit on in Indianapolis. At least we're honoring these these guys' uh, service. And that, that makes me so proud. And your audience is going to like these stories because they love these men. That's what I – I just adore that. No, I agree. Yeah. I agree. My father, God rest his soul, was a Vietnam vet, got a Purple Heart, got shot. So this – resonates with me he he was a true true patriot and uh and and what you said that chewy said about how the the men that never made it home were the true heroes that is nothing 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 more true powerful isn't it it is it really is you know in in, you know i had brought up young woman i don't find many women you know in all my missions i've had one officer that's the sadness fellas it, these are twenty-two-year-old corporals that get torn up. I mean, they're just such children. That's just what another thing just breaks your heart. But I brought this woman back. Turns out she had played four years at Clemson, I believe. Hmm. Can't believe I can't call her name. Lettered varsity basketball and had every record the school had. And she had a hand blown up. Hmm. But when we got back, I flew her into the Peace Creek cab in Atlanta, pouring down rain, and I just let them off and. And I said, I'm not going to deal with this. I got a cup of coffee. I'm just going to sit there and kind of let uh, the weather move on. But I had to get the plane I fly, you want to cover up the intake. So I thought I better go do that. And as I'm walking out to my plane, trying to describe this as best I can, we've all seen the rainbow. 
But from my perspective, that rainbow ended in my seat. I got a picture of it. I, I can see it. I, I could send to you. But that just convicted me that just made me know at that moment I was exactly the place I should be doing exactly what I was supposed to be doing. Dang. No. Does that make any sense? That makes yes, perfect sense. And we want you to send that picture to uh, Christian McCall, who you've been communicating with. Yeah, we'll put she it She is our boss, man. She is she is my hero. Boss lady. Boss. Okay, I'll do that. I've got, I've got a, I'm looking at an email there. I'll, I'll send it and soon as we get off the phone. Uh, I took, took the soldier in this. Oh, this is even better. So I pick up this guy. I'm going to uh, Walter Reed. I go up there all the time, D.C. area. Uh, Kenna and Eric, oh, I think of the last name. So I, I went up the day before because he put a long trip. Kenna called me that night. We're going to Monroeville, Alabama. That's South Alabama, a little dinky town. And I know that community real well. I've hunted down there for 30 years. I couldn't wait to do that. It's a homecoming. First time this soldier had been home since he got hurt. Kenna called me that night and says, Uncle Jimmy wants us to land at 1.30. What time do we need to leave? And I did the math and said, we got to be rolling down the runway, let's say 10 o'clock. So anyway, so at Gatesburg, Maryland is where we left from. So they were an hour and a half late getting there. Eric couldn't get out of the hospital. Had a garbage sack full of medicine and gauze. He'd lost a leg and a half and a part of an arm. And was gray and just a sick young man, but said, just tell Uncle Jimmy I'll pedal as best we can, so off we go. And this hero flight thing, and they get they we get great routings as good as they can. So it was a bluebird day down in Alabama, and the way you go into an uncontrolled field, you cancel your clearance, then you get on a common frequency, announce your presence. Anybody else in the area, what run we using? I did that, and the radio came right back and said. We think a low pass is in order. And Ken and Eric had headsets on. I turned around. They were all smiles. So we're going to do a low pass down the runway. And when, you, to, to, when you're descending to land, you've got to dissipate a whole lot of energy. So we were really smoking. And I maybe I kind of wanted to show off a little bit. So I didn't pull it back too much. So I get midway down the runway, fellas, and I looked at my watch. We were seven minutes early. Dang. To this day, I don't understand how that happened. You do a course reversal, come back and land. I bet you when we kissed the ground, it was I was spot on time. I think that's Providence. That's my, I tell you what, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. I'll tell you that. That is, uh, uh, you got in that you got in that heavenly jet stream is what I think happened. Uh, I got chill bumps even, thinking about even that. Even going against the grain. Uh, I bet that homecoming made you cry when he got out of that plane. Well. I'll send Christian some pictures of that. The entire city of Monroeville turned out. Every blue light in the county, every fire truck, football team, cheerleader, and we prayed. Good mm. grief, we, we prayed. And there's, I think there's a law in South Alabama, the only cake that's legal is coconut. There must have been 75 coconuts. <laughs> <laughs> and, and these big old burly men on motorcycles escorted them into town. They had a stop at a Parade, you know, I didn't know men could grow that much hair that many places. <laughs> Beautiful, you know, you know the Harley guys. Oh you yeah, seen them? They, yes, sir. They're, they're, te- they're teddy bears. They look like TJ. <laughs> yeah. mm. I'll, I'll send Christian these pictures, and you'll know them when you see them. So. Please do, Dave, uh, and we'll post those on our Facebook page. So after you hear the show, go check it out. Uh, 
We Dave Wood loved the stories. Veterans Air Force Command. Uh, Hold he, on, you may, this, this is not brain surgery, man. Veterans Airlift hey, Command. Excuse me, I'm over here thinking numb nut minded. So uh, Veterans Airlift Command, complete volunteer. Dave's done 87 missions. He'll, uh, I think he's going to have 100 before the end of the year now that he isn't having to to go to work every day. But, Dave, thank you for what you do. God bless you. Thank you for the stories. Uh, my, my pleasure. Just uh, just lift up these guys, these service members that, that serve yes, so, so admirably, so honorably, too. Yes, sir. Thank you. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services, along with Trent Haston from the Roby family of companies. If you missed the last couple segments of this one, I, I always say this, and I know you people that maybe listen to the show, this is one of the better ones we've ever had. We had Dave Wood, who's representing Veterans Airlift Command, and uh, wow, Trent, I mean, that unbelievable stories of, of what, you know, what Dave is doing as a pilot, uh, helping wounded, I mean, severely wounded veterans, uh, young men and, and a, a woman as well that, that lost her hand uh, to treatment. I mean, I, I wouldn't even have thought of that as being a huge issue. It, it, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, it's very difficult to travel if you're, you know, you're missing a leg and an arm and, and all this, all this horrible stuff that happens on the battlefield. And, uh, you know, the passion Dave exudes, I mean, it's just yeah, very inspirational. And uh, he's going to send Christian uh, so some of his information. She'll post on the on the Facebook page. It's on the Andrew Roby Facebook page. Yeah, yeah, well. Roby Family Companies, yeah, Roby Family Services, companies. the whole thing. I mean, on all of our links. Uh, and he said he when we were off the air, he said he he does rotary speeches. He'll get in front of anybody. Yeah, he's got yeah. about a thirty five minute presentation PowerPoint. Uh, but yeah, talking about somebody just living living for living for the good, man. Well, you know, in his his generation, he's talking about you know the, the Vietnam era and and what was going on, and you know that was your father's era, my parents' era yeah. as well. I mean, that whole thing is just the the love for veterans of, of that era is is inspiring to us. I mean, it, I I we would, of course we would never ever take anybody for granted that's in the service, but I mean, what these folks go through. I love how Dave said, "I'm just a driver. The true heroes are the passengers that I have in the plane with me." And we're so fortunate, the Roby Family Companies, to employ a lot of these veterans. Yeah. And, you know, just hearing some of their stories, it's just, I mean, it, it's remarkable. There's a level of courage that I certainly do not have, um, that, 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 that we are so fortunate to have, you know, under under the United States of America. Others before self, right? That's, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. Um, truly. I mean, laying your life down and... Yeah, he mentioned something that a lot of these guys celebrate. They're born, what did it say, the still alive day? Yeah. I mean, just think about that. And another thing he said I want to reiterate, he said when you're with these folks, if you're around them, if you see them in the store, talk to them. Ask, tell them thank you for service and, and take the elephant out of the room. Uh, you know, I mean, the, these folks are living with this, and and uh, and, and the goal is that you, that you help them be more normal people every day of their life. Right. And that's what, that's what this is doing uh, how convenient it is to fly private in a in a plane yeah. versus going to the airport, which makes an uninjured person or go crazy. Well, I mean, if you get a chance, I mean, 
and or you're a pilot and you you know you're looking for something to do as far as helping a veteran i mean there's places uh, you just go to their website google veterans airlift command i think it's veteransairlift.org but dave corrected me and said it's veteransairliftcommand.org i think either one will work but you can actually volunteer trent so you know we could click a button if you or i were a pilot and pick up one of these which i love that they call it a mission i think that's just yep. perfect um and you can you can volunteer there or you can donate funds there's a lot of opportunities uh, to support this group no really it's awesome and uh and that that Ford Hamilton said, "Hey, you need to get my my father-in-law on here." He said, "Man, he's got some stories, don't he? He's got a lot of sayings too. I like that. Yeah. That's what I like about. <laughs> that's what I like about them old codgers. They uh, they come in, they come in with the ammo. One-liners are good. I like it. Being and he in. was talking about his mom and dad being the greatest generation. Uh, think about that." I, I thought I thought it was good when I said that she said, "Boy, go do something good." And he's like, you, "Yep, I hit the nail on the head with right, that one." Right. So I don't know, man. I mean, but like you talk about, we have some young veterans yep. that work with our company, and just seeing how they carry themselves, how, how responsible they are, uh, how they excel at doing doing their job, and. and how they're so personable. We had a cookout last week and just got to talk to a couple folks that I know are veterans and just, just how they represent themselves, how they represent what they have done and how they represent our country. Well, no, no. My, my favorite part is when they, when one branch, you know, a fella from one branch starts giving another fella from another branch, they start bickering back and forth oh. about what, who's the toughest and this and that. But I'll tell you, I think if somebody were to walk in and both of them were standing there, I'd like to have both those branches on my side. Uh, these guys have, have been through a lot, and, and, and you're right. They're, they're wonderful to us, and, and, and we're so lucky to have them. Well, the blessing is we're in the United States of yes. America. We're free because of our veterans, and, and we're free to complain. We're free to choose. We're, we're free to have opinions uh, and, and, you know, agree to disagree, but that's what makes this country so great because we can agree to disagree, and people can believe different things. And uh, and it's what makes us wonderful as a whole. And the only way we're able to get to that point is through these veterans. And and I don't want people to forget that. Uh, exactly. So, and, and, I mean, we're a country against oppression, right? So, I love it. Olympics, love it. Go, America. USA. Let's go. Yeah, no, nah, it's, <laughs> it's good. I, I, I've had a sense of pride for the country watching the Olympics over the last uh, month. So, thank you, Dave Wood, Veterans Airlift Command. They go on these missions and help these veterans and their families. Uh, what a wonderful show. Listen, go today. Ha- enjoy your Sunday. Go do the golden rule. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Carry a smile on your face. Thank you for listening. At Home with Roby.